So it's now official. The United Kingdom is breaking apart from the European Union after its 44 years of membership. Prime Minister Theresa May writing a letter triggering Article 50 formally last week. And the country, Britain, has been gripped by all sorts of stories in the last few days, like what's going to be the future of its territory. These and more uh, we can now address with Jim Diamond, broadcast journalist for LBC based in London. Thanks for joining us. Not a problem. How are you? Well, very good. Uh, I've, I've been watching this from afar. You're right on the front lines. Would you say the country's still very much divided all these months on from that Brexit vote? Absolutely. I think that is the one thing that is clear at the moment, uh, ever since the uh, Article 50 was, was triggered. If you recall, back on June the 23rd, uh, when the UK decided to leave uh, the, the European Union. The vote uh, to leave was won by 51.9% against 48.1%. But when you break it down overall, uh, it appears that England and Wales voted to leave. Scotland and Northern Ireland wanted to remain. And then if you take London as a separate entity away from the United Kingdom, uh, London wanted to stay as well. So you can get a clear idea and picture that the nation is divided and is split uh, as to uh, what will happen next. Uh, the road to Brexit, though, is definitely happening. Uh, there is no going back uh, from this. And as you say, you've got 44 years of treaties and agreements covering thousands of different uh, subjects, about 2,000 uh, rules and regulations that need to be uh, unpicked and reworked. And that will happen at uh, number nine Downing Street, uh, where some 300 civil servants We'll be trying to we'll pick out what happens next because we are the first uh, nation to leave the, the EU. Only um, uh, well, Greenland, one of Denmark's overseas territories, uh, held a referendum in 1982 after gaining a greater degree of self-government. They voted by 52% to uh, 48% to leave, which it duly did after a period of negotiation. But we're on uncharted territory right now. So there's a lot of uh, concern as to what will happen. There's a lot of doom and gloom. Uh, there's also the positive spin. It depends what newspaper you pick up, doesn't it? And I guess it's been confusing for that reason for the country. Absolutely. Um, you could say the majority of the daily newspapers that we have uh, here in the UK are pro-Brexit. Uh, that's simply just because of the, the nature of the papers that they are. So we have the likes of the Daily Mail, a middle market newspaper that is to the, the ride, the Daily Express, uh, very, very uh, open. They don't sugarcoat it. They don't sit, sit on the fence. They're very pro-Brexit, uh, and they're saying that it's going to be a great thing. They're saying that we're going to be a free-trading nation. Uh, they're very pleased at the moment. Theresa May is out and about in the Middle East. Uh, she's heading to Saudi Arabia soon. Uh, they're really drumming up uh, Britain as a, as a country that will be, uh, again, be able to trade freely. They're saying this is a great thing. They're saying we'll get our sovereignty back. We'll be able to bring back um, the laws that have been under the duress of the EU for so long, under the European Court of Justice. Uh, they are saying that we'll be able to control our borders. Uh, they will cite this as a really good thing. Then some of the other uh, papers that are leaning towards the left, like the Guardian newspaper and the Independent newspaper, uh, they will point a much old paint, a much gloomier uh, picture. In particular, a lot of people concerned as to what will happen to people that are living and working um, in the UK right now, because the whole basis of uh, us joining and being part of the European Union, the 28 member states, 
uh, is that you can uh, trade freely, but with that comes the freedom of movement. And one of the biggest sticking points when Brexit was first put on the card in that referendum uh, was immigration and the freedom of movement. So it does um, appear that a lot of people will want to know, obviously, what will happen. Can they stay in the UK? If you've been here more than five years, then apparently you will be fine. But at the moment, the Prime Minister isn't able to go into negotiation talks and, and promise and guarantee the rights of the people that are living and working here who are from the European Union until we go into, uh, into the talks. So uh, she's been accused by some of, of using human beings as, as, as bargaining chips. Other people say no. I mean, you can't go into negotiations giving your hands, showing your hands too early. So as with all stories surrounding Brexit, it all depends on which side of the fence uh, you're on. If you go down to a British pub and you sit down, you'll have probably a split of people that are Remainers, people that are Leavers, and they'll tell you, you know, one side, one side will convince you that it's the best thing and the other will say uh, the opposite. It is uh, uncharted. We, all we do know is we've got two years of the negotiations coming up. Uh, the deadline for that to finish is in two years', uh, two years time. Uh, we may walk away with no deal. This is um, going to be very complicated because uh, whatever happens, all member states have got to agree to whatever the deal that we come up with. And then our parliament here still gets to have a say. So it is going to be not just the next couple of years, it might be a decade before we're any clearer as to what Brexit has done, whether it has worked for Britain. Yeah, I mean, what Britain is also doing is negotiating already with with other countries. Uh, funnily enough, uh, we just saw Seoul Mayor Park Won-soon in London this week forming a friendship city agreement with uh, your own Mayor Sadiq Khan. I don't know if that got any attention your end with all this other Brexit talk going on, but that was at City Hall in London. And there are a whole range yeah. of uh, areas of cooperation. I know, Jim, that you've been to Seoul yourself. Do you think news of, say, for example, a free trade agreement with South Korea and other similar countries would, would help soften the blow of Brexit for the, for the public who are not sure or maybe even anti it? I think that you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that wouldn't welcome the idea of having a lot better trade links and business links with other countries around, around the world, including, uh, of course, uh, Seoul with its great you know, uh, technology uh, aspects with all the, uh, the telephone, uh, Samsung and that, and that kind of, of, of thing. And the, the EU, uh, a lot of people that, are, that are want to leave, wanted to leave the EU and have got Brexit, uh, they, they were saying that we were under such terrible constraints. The European Union put so many tariffs and rules and regulations that blocked this free trade. So, you, you know, you're going to be seeing a lot more, I'm sure, of uh, British politicians coming over to Seoul, uh, meeting with uh, leaders, meeting with uh, many businesses as well, because they will be very, very keen uh, to make this work. Theresa May uh, has been very vocal and clear that, you know, Brexit means Brexit. They're going to make it work no matter what, because this is what the British people have, have chosen, have voted for. So um, in terms of, of trade, uh, people here will be very, very keen for that to uh, continue and to, and to move forward. Presumably, for Theresa May, this next few months will make or break her, her whole reputation in British history. She has the opportunity to be a, a, a very strong female leader of Britain. Of course, Margaret Thatcher fit that mould, but remains divisive to this day. Or uh, things could go very badly for her. Well, I mean, she was thrust 
into the role of PM because of the, the referendum vote when David Cameron, uh, he, he initially called it, and then as the leading voice of Remain, uh, he couldn't remain, ironically. Uh, so, yeah, she has been uh, uh, put into the centre driving seat on this and is making it, I suppose, uh, one of her... It will, it will be uh, one of her legacies, uh, legacy policies, without any yeah. shadow of a doubt, over the, uh, over the next couple of years. But um, a lot of people are saying that, you know, she's doing a very good job. She's very strong. She's very uh, stoic. She uh, uh, will deliver. We've got to leave it there. But thank you so much for joining us and, and giving us such an excellent sense of what it's like on the ground there in London. Good to talk to you. Jim Diamond, broadcast journalist for LBC.